Hello once again, I'm Craig and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 61. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we're talking about the quality of website images and whether it really matters for your website. So for this, I'm talking about if you're making your own website or if you're updating your own website, what you need to look for with your images, does the quality of your images really matter and how to find a good quality image. So let's get started. Let's start by answering does the quality of your website images really matter? And in, in short, the answer is yes, of course they do. You need to have high quality image for, images for your website because it's important that your website looks professional. And that goes from everything from the design of your website through to how fast your website loads and right down to the images that you pick on your website. It's no good having a really good website, having a really professional looking website and then scrimping on the images at the last second so for that, I mean, it's no good going on Google Images, picking off a couple of images that aren't very good, and then just dumping them on your website that, because it just looks rubbish. Or it, it's no good using images that you've taken on your phone that are grainy, that are dark, that just don't look very good. It just spoils the entire thing of your website. And that is not a good thing. So you need to make sure you've got good images. But I'm not just speaking not just speaking about the quality of your images in terms of how professional they look. I'm talking about the quality of the images in terms of how big they are as well, or rather how small they are, because generally if your images are, are of a poor quality, it usually means that the file size of them are a little bit smaller. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that as well. So where, to, where should we start then? Let's start with too low quality. So if you've got too low quality images on your website, it makes everything else look rubbish by comparison. So as I said, it doesn't matter how good of a website you've got. It doesn't matter if your website is the best website in the world. If your images are of a low quality, your entire website looks low quality. So you need to make sure you find some good images. For this, if you're struggling with images, so if you're not lucky to have um, a, a professional quality photographer taking photos for your website, you need to go to a respectable stock photography website. So if you've not heard of stock photography, stock, I'll put my words back in, or my teeth back in rather. If you've not heard of stock images before, Google royalty-free images and you'll see what I mean. There's a couple of websites that I recommend. Things like iStockPhoto is a good place to get royalty-free images from that are relatively cheap. Another one that we use at Genius Division all the time and we have a subscription to is Shutterstock.com which I personally prefer over the other one. But both sometimes have the same images on them as well, to be honest. So there's not too much between those two websites, but I do prefer Shutterstock. There's other ones like $1.photo.com. I may have got that URL wrong just then because I didn't research that one before I did this podcast. But if you just Google $1.photo, you'll find that website and I'll put a link to the show note in the show notes anyway so you can find it. So there's not really an excuse for finding low quality images. If you can't, if you haven't got any images for your website, if you're not lucky to have used a professional photographer, and by the way, I would recommend that you just use a professional photographer anyway. If you've not lucky to have that, go on there and find some good quality stock images. But really, why does low quality images matter? In general, why does it matter? It's mainly because it pulls the quality of your website down along with everything else. So as I said, if you've got a good website, but your images are rubbish, 
it doesn't matter because if their images are rubbish, it rubs off on everything else. It just doesn't look good if you've got low quality images. And then the other thing, if you've got high quality images, well done. That's that's brilliant. But you've also got to make sure that the high quality images are of a small file size. This is something that I see a lot. So we'll build a website for a client. They'll go away and start filling it with loads of content, which is great if they're filling it with content. Well done. But then they start putting high quality images in there. They'll they'll go onto somewhere like Shutterstock and buy some images, but because they know nothing about image optimization, but because they know nothing about image optimization, they don't know to shrink those images down. And if you've got big images on your website, now, when I talk about high quality in this instance, I'm not talking about the quality of the photo. I'm talking about the detail in the photo. When, if you use an image off your iPhone at 100% size, that image is going to be somewhere between 2 to 4 to 5 meg. And for a website, that is huge. That is a huge file size. So you need to make sure you optimize those images. If you don't optimize those images, you can find that the home page, or in fact, any page of your website, if you have a couple of four meg images on your web page, suddenly you've got a 12 megabyte web page. And that, let me tell you, is a ridiculously sized website. That's a ridiculously sized web page. And you do not want your website to be anywhere near the size of that. It needs to be much, much, much smaller than that. If you can, I'm talking, you need to get your website less than one meg. But most websites can't get to that level anymore because of the complexity of them. But your images do not want to be making up the majority of the file size of your web page. So you need to make sure you optimize them. There's, there is websites out there that let you optimize images. One of my favorite, because what you'll probably need to do is resize your image as well. Because you'll have to resize your image because you do not want it to be huge in terms of pixel size as well. So to resize your image, you need to find a website that allows you to resize it. One of my favorite is Pixlr. It's a little bit like an online Photoshop, so it can be a little bit complicated, but it's worth spending the time to learn it. It's completely free, and it's called Pixlr. That is spelled P-I-X-L-R dot com. Go on there, upload your image, and you can start resizing it. That also optimizes your image as well. It shrinks the size of your image down to a level where it'll be useful on a website. And that is what I mean when I talk about high quality images. You need to be really careful when you've got these high quality images that the file size of them is okay and it's not going to bloat your web page because that's not what you want. That's why the two sizes of your images are really important. Low quality images are going to make your website look of a really low quality, of a poor quality. It's going to make your website not look professional and you need to make sure you avoid that. You do want your website to look professional. The only way to do that is to get high quality images from stock websites or in an ideal world, hire a professional photographer and use your own unique images for your website. Then when you've got high quality images, you need, 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 need to make sure they're of a size that is okay for your website, that is not going to bloat to your website full of images. You need to optimize those images with something like pixelr.com and then you should have a good website. I'm hoping that is not being too confusing when I've been talking about high quality versus low quality there. The thing to take away from this is you need to pay attention to your images. Website images and the quality of them really do matter. You can't go to Google Images 
and nick the first image you can see. For a start, that is a breach of copyright. That is the fast way to start getting emails from people claiming you've breached their copyright and saying that you owe them £10,000. So do not go nick images off Google Images, whatever you do. If you take nothing away from this episode, please take that tip from this episode. And that's it. I think I've covered everything that I need to talk about for Google, for, not for Google Images, for images there. You need to make sure you've got high quality website images. It's really important and they do really matter in your website. This was episode 71 and you can find the show notes and all the links that I spoke about in this episode at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP71. If you want even more marketing tips, I release a weekly newsletter every Sunday evening. So that is later today, everyone. If you want to receive my unique, exclusive story that I share in my newsletter every Sunday, go to my website, scroll down to the bottom and sign up now and you'll receive it later on this evening. I'm here every single day for this year till at least December the 31st because if you listen back to some of my other episodes, you'll realise that this is a challenge that I've set myself to do a podcast every single day for 365 days. As you've seen, I'm currently 71 days in, so I'm back tomorrow doing another podcast. My podcast is called Ask a Designer Anything, so that means you can ask me questions or suggest topics to me for me to talk about. If you go over to our website, askadesigneranything.com, you can ask me to talk about something on there. I talk about design, marketing, business, technology, mindset, psychology, all that kind of stuff and everything in between it. Or even if it's not any of those things, please go to my website and ask me to talk about it. And I'd love to answer your question. If you listen with iTunes and you subscribe with iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you could drop me a review. And thanks so much again for listening. And I'll see you tomorrow on another episode of Ask a Designer Anything.